All right, welcome back to another episode of Talk That Talk. Um, yeah, another episode is just me. And uh, these episodes are going to be a little bit shorter, but this is just to warm y'all up for what we got coming. I say we because this is, obviously I cannot do this alone. It's very important to have a community and a tribe. That's what I like to call all my friends is like a tribe because it takes a village to raise a kid and I'm still childish. I still have a lot to learn. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. So I appreciate you guys being here. Remember, we are on Apple Music, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. Um, I'm just going to talk about um, just like the state of America at this point. Like the whole Trump thing, this 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 country was wild. Florida passing that standing ground law where they can shoot protesters and not protesters, let's just, we can call them rioters. That is, that is wild. We had this debate because I have, I have a constitutional law class and I have um, American courts and that is talked about, that is taught by an attorney and um, she tells us like the details of cases and whatnot. And uh, one of the examples, I go to a, a Lutheran PWI school, okay? I go to a school with a lot of rich white kids from Illinois Normally, it's me and the same black girl in all my classes. So it's not, it's a, it's a, it's a good number of black people, but they just ain't been in my classes. <laughs> uh, so it's normally me and the same black girl, and I don't think we're, like, alike. Um, I don't want to judge her just off of what I know, but I think she's cool. Um, I don't think we vibe like that, but I think she's cool. Um, so one of the examples was, like, if you were driving home at 11 o'clock at night and you saw a guy selling the building on fire next to a daycare, what would you do? Would you stop him? First of all, what that got to do with me? Second of all, why are these kids in daycare at 11 o'clock at night? But my the answer I just blurted out was, no, I'm not going to shoot him. I'm going to go get the kids out if there's kids in there. I just think that's common sense, and that's also minding the business that pay me. Why can you walk up and down the street and shoot people dead in the street because you think they're riding? If that has nothing to do with you. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Um, and obviously, I, I, well, not obviously, I don't know if I said this before, but I live in Kenosha, so Kenosha was everywhere. I had my cousin in New York text me. I had Shayla in Florida text me. Like, I had people, that, my aunt in Vegas text me. Like, I had people checking in on this, making sure we were straight, because that man lived on the corner of where I live. You can see the crime scene from my bedroom window. All the news vans were set up on my grass in my front yard, you know what I'm saying? So we were very close to it. When I got sent the footage, the first thing I thought was, they're going to say that's a justified shoot. Because I went to a two-year technical college before I went to uh, the university I'm at now. And um, just based on what I learned, based on what I know from the academy and people who teach people going into the academy, before they go onto a force here in Wisconsin, I just felt like I already, I already knew that they were going to justify that, but all the rioting and looting and organizing and activism that came after that, I was not prepared for that. And I lived in St. Louis doing Mike Brown, so I've seen this. I've been through this. Um, it's just uh, I was not prepared. And then to still, to still have everything boarded up is a very eerie feeling to go in the grocery store and it's pitch black in the middle of the day. That is not something I thought I was going to experience here in Kenosha. Um, our, our sheriff has to go. His his remarks over the fl- last few years and his remarks 
over this thing, over this situation in general, or just like we just need to make sure we vote. And your this whole your vote doesn't matter thing is bullshit. Don't let people think. Don't let people tell you that. They would not be shutting down whole voting polls all over a state or like a huge city for you to have two places to vote, and you got to wait eight hours in that line if your vote didn't matter. So don't be tricked into that. Every right that you have matters. Even the ones you don't use, because if you don't use them, you lose them. Remember that. All your rights matter. Make sure you use them. Everything that you're given in this country, make sure you use that. Um, yeah, they still have businesses boarded up. Everything downtown is still boarded up. It's a very, it's a very wild feeling because this time Kenosha is normally lit. They've normally put up that big stupid ass tree, and the whole downtown is normally decorated, and it's it's a vibe. As it's it's almost like a lifetime movie to be honest. I can, Kenosha is the fourth biggest state, uh, the fourth biggest city in the state, so it's not like it's just some town that has like a fucking one stop sign. You know what I'm saying? Like Kenosha is a big city, contrary to people what people think, and you only think it's a small city because your group is small. You know what I'm saying? I just had that talk the other day with Naomi, but um, it's a very weird feeling, and obviously the Kyle Rittenhouse he just um. I think he just got denied bond the other day. I try not to. I try not to follow that because my blood pressure does not allow that kind of activity in my life. And uh, all you trolls in that Kenosha News comment section, y'all need to go ahead, man. Whoever got that racist family members in there, y'all need to go ahead and get them people because that is the nastiest comment section on the internet, bro. Those people, that is just the bottom of the bottom. Um, yeah, I don't have anything super insightful to say about Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse. At the end of the day, he was a 17-year-old who had no business having that gun across state lines. Him and his mom need to go. They both need to be charged at the very minimum. We're not asking for anything spectacular. Like, I don't even know the two guys that he shot. I don't know their stories. I don't know anything about them. Um, but all we're asking for is justice. Nothing less, no, nothing nothing more, to be honest. Like, if I, if I were to go shoot somebody in the street, I would expect... I would expect to be handled, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would expect to be locked up. I would expect to have some kind of consequences for my actions. That's all we're asking for. And I say we as the people. We as the people, that's all we're asking for in any of these cases. That Breonna Taylor shit is hella wild. If you guys watched the 2020 on it, I don't know if you ever had your house raided, but it it is very confusing. And then to have cops shooting in the front door, the side door, and then through a patio door, while you're stuck with no way out, is just, that is wild. That is, and to have veteran lieutenants doing that is just, damn. And, I, I, yeah, I watched the 2020, and my uh, my professor in my uh, American course class, she told us a lot of details that were confirmed in the 2020, because at first I thought she was lying, to be honest. I was just like, wow. The amount of time they left her in there just laying on the floor, the way they talk to her boyfriend, I understand it. When you shoot a cop, man, you know. You know you're done for when you shoot a cop. You already know what kind of energy they're about to come get you with. So I understand it. They was on his ass. But at the end of the day, you're supposed to secure the scene and then provide aid. Not fucking cuss that guy out, dragging him, all that kind of shit. Whatever, don't. I just, I just feel like the way she was handled... And the fact that America, the rest of us didn't know about it for months later until after George Floyd, even though it happened before George Floyd, 
is another thing that just like we just got to do better, man. As a country, as a people, I feel like we bombarded by a lot of stuff in the news all the time. So a lot of stuff just get glossed over because we got to we have a life to live. We have our own stress, our own pressures. And to be honest, I don't know nobody my age that watches the news like my dad watches the five o'clock news, the six o'clock news, the seven o'clock news, the noon, the news at nine. Like he watches the news all damn day. When me and my sister went to Japan, he was so scared. But I'm like, you can die anywhere. Clearly, dude got shot on the corner of our house, man. Like, literally, it's a it's my it's my mom's house. Then it's a field, and then it's it's where he got shot. So it's not like it's not like it's a a very steep or like wide wide um wide gap of like where danger could be. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'd rather die on vacation than just because somebody shot through a wall, you know. So, yeah, um, everything boarded up is just, like, super depressing. And then they have everything super shut down where you can't go inside to eat. I'm not complaining because COVID is serious, and we do need to take that shit serious, as I said before. Um, but it's just weird. It's just, it's just, like, this is the most happiest time of the year. <laughs> Like, it's just sad. Um, and you just have a lot of people who are getting adjusted to another life. Um, I hope everybody that voted for Trump, everybody that was caping for Trump, keep their signs up, keep their banners up, keep their hats on. Because now now we know. Now we can see. You know? At first, at first I didn't think that everybody that voted for Trump was racist. I just think, like, he had some kind of reform, some kind of law, some kind of something that they really bought into. But now, nah, bro, you racist. You supporting the racist. You can't gloss over that because it gave you a tax breaker, you know what I'm saying? You can't block out, you can't you can't gloss over that because it gave you a twelve hundred dollar check. But you're still six months behind in rent. You're still struggling to feed your family. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't appreciate anybody that voted for Trump. I don't appreciate anybody that starts that bullshit. Well I I don't talk about politics. Um they I I just don't get involved. I I really get mad when people tell me that as a black woman in America, don't don't tell me no stupid shit like that because obviously you tell me that you don't give a fuck about me so, don't do that. Keep it to yourself if you don't keep stay out of the conversation if you don't want to talk politics. Because maybe they don't affect you and your middle aged white family, but for the rest of us, yeah, that shit is fucked up. Somebody actively caping against you, somebody actively just rolling back reforms. You know what I'm saying? So. Um. Oh man, I didn't even tell you how I got my car stolen. This is very off topic to where I started with, but you know how that goes. I I was I thought I was gonna save this story for TikTok because oh yeah, I'm on TikTok, man. I'm kind of old and I can't dance, but I thought I was gonna save this for a story time on TikTok. I still might tell it on TikTok, man. Uh, I'm trying to get my TikTok numbers together because I enjoy it. At first, I thought it was just a bunch of stupid ass dancing. But I follow, like, people who are building out vans and tiny homes and small business TikTok. I'm part of Messy TikTok. I'm part of, um, what else I got on TikTok? Alina would talk so much shit about me right now if she heard me talking about this TikTok shit. Because she still hasn't taught me to edit. I was waiting to learn how to edit before I went. Um, but, yeah, man, I got my car stolen. My sister stole my car, bro. And I, like, stole my car, went to the store and came back. Like, that was the first time she stole it. She disappeared overnight, brought that shit back at 2 o'clock in the morning. 
So I go take a shower. She walked past me. She grabbed. I didn't even know. She grabbed my keys and leave. I uh, I come out the shower. I get dressed. I come upstairs and I go. I'm like, damn, why are I leaving my keys at? I thought my daddy had drove my car. So I go upstairs looking for my keys. And uh, my keys are nowhere to be found. And I look outside my truck going. So I text him like, yo, where my car at? She's like, I said, no, I said, Wait, did you take my car? She said, yeah. I'm like, yo, bring my shit back. And she didn't answer. So I called my sister because I, I had to go to work. So I called my sister. I'm like, yo, can you give me a ride to work right quick? And she's like, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. And uh, so then I go to work. Fast forward a couple days. She told me she took my, she took my car for another reason. Uh, turned out that's a lie, of course. So then fast forward a couple days. Uh, I'm like, yo, I'm finna go in the middle of the night because she be at this house. She be at this, I'm going to call it a trap house because that's what it is, man. Anytime you still got motherfuckers who sell in the street, Selling drugs on the street, like this fucking 1999, that's some trap shit. So I'm like, oh, I know where she be at. I'm about to go over there and see if my car over there. I don't know. I reported it stolen. At first, I just reported it missing. Then I reported it stolen. That night, uh, I'm just, while Keegan found my car, while Keegan PD found my car, they called me. It's like, no, the police came to my house. Police came to my house at like 3 o'clock in the morning. It was like, uh, while Keegan PD found your car, and they wanted to know how long it would take you to get there. I was like, well, I got to put some shoes on, so like 30 minutes, because it's 30 minute drive. So they, I'm like, they're like, okay, cool. I get to Waukegan, the police got my truck, and they like, uh, they're like, oh, I thought Kenosha PD was coming. I was like, no, nah, they told me to come. So then I drove my brother's car there, so I leave his car, take my truck home, bring, bring my dad back to come get my brother's car, then drive home. It's like 7 o'clock in the morning at this time. And this is when we still could go to physical school, so I was like, okay, cool. I'll come down here, take a take a quick nap, take a shower, and then go to school. Cause she ain't gonna come steal my car from school. Hell no. So I take a <laughs> take a nap. Then somebody comes beating on my door, and my mom and dad are like, "Yo, she took your car again." <laughs> this motherfucker had the nerve to come steal my car back, like it's hers out my parents' front yard. I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck?" So then I called the police again. They pull up, and I'm like, yo, I just took my car back this morning. Like, I didn't even call Kenosha PD to tell them I got my car back. So then so then it's a couple days, and then, like, every day at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning after I get off work, because I work nice because I go to school during the days, um, every night I would drive out there and, <laughs> and, like, go look for my car because she her dumb ass was always in the same place. So then one time I go down there with Lubo. And I'm like, damn, she ain't at this address, but I remember this address around the corner. I didn't even told her this story before. So if she hear this podcast, she's gonna hear it. So I'm like, I'm like, damn, but I know this ad- address, this other address 10 minutes away. So boom. So I don't know what, if uh any of y'all are familiar with Joaquin, but if you know where the Bel- Belvedere Mall is, that's where this happened. So um, so we're driving, and I'm like, that's my fucking car. He like, how you know? I'm like, nigga, that's my car. So I flipped the car around. And we, we pull up on them little boy, like, cut them off, and I hop out. So I swerve. So I, I hit a U-turn across four lanes of traffic. I pull up. I cut the car off. I cut the truck off. Little boy, hop out. Little boy, hop out. And before I can blink, before I even turn my head, he got the handle on my on my driver's side door. And whoever in the car with her, <laughs> it's like, bitch, go, 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 go. So uh, here it come, here it come. That's what she kept saying. So Lubo grabbed the door. Beyonce throw my car in reverse. Then she tried. Then she tried to whip, but like the way my car worked, 
I think my transmission fucked up. <laughs> the way my car works is when you put it in the gear, you got to give it a second to click in the gear. Otherwise, it ain't going to move. So I moved the car back in front of the truck. She almost hit my sister's car, and then uh, she take off. So I'm like, this, and this, and when she put it in reverse, I hop, out, I hop out my sister's car, and I'm like running towards my car like, you got me fucked up. Get my car back, blah, blah, blah. So we're doing all this. <laughs> we're across four lanes of traffic, dog, in the middle of the street, two, two three in the morning. So then... She finally get the truck going gear and she take off. So what I do, take off. And we get on the phone with 911 and my little boy's like screaming at him like, yo, we in a high speed chase, the car stolen, blah, blah, blah. The, the operator like, yo, chill, stop, stop chasing the car. So then at some point we lose it. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, at some point we lose it. And then we see her coming back out of the parking lot and she see us, she hit the gas. I go, we're chasing her, and bro, we're doing like 90, going through red light, stop signs, all through, all through Rock Keegan. I go to hit the corner, almost, almost running to the side of this, uh, this Explorer, and it turns out to be an undercover Waukegan PD, and he see her going 90, so he, he hurry up and flip around and chase her, and I back off a little bit, because obviously, I'm driving real reckless, and then, and then at some point, apparently the 911 uh, dispatcher misheard my plates. So he's like, the car's not even stolen. You got us chasing this car that's not even stolen, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, how the fuck my car ain't stolen? I just reported it stolen at 2 o'clock this morning. And I have a case number and everything. So then the same cop that found my car the first time, I guess this is her, like, area. So the first lady, that, she found my car the first time. So she just so happened to, we, me and my brother go park um, because, because we're waiting for them. So they see us, and they pull up on us, and they like, they're like, uh, I think they asked us, like, if that was us or we're not. We was like, yeah, hell yeah. I said, that's my car. And then, uh, and I'm still on the I'm still on the phone with 911 because dude is still telling me my car's not stolen. I'm like, that's bullshit. So I called Kenosha PD early as hell. And I'm like, yo, I just I just chased my truck. And then 911 and Waukegan PD tell me my car ain't stolen. What the fuck is that? So they tell me what's up. Then uh, the police officer who found my car in Waukegan, she get on the phone with him, and then the dis the number one dispatcher just end up misheard mishearing my plate, so he end up calling me back like four times just to apologize. I'm like, it's cool, man, whatever. It's like it it's not that deep, and then so probably in all my car was gone for like eleven days. So every night I was up there at two o'clock in the morning. Then I would have to wake up before Chelsea took the kids to my parents' house. So I would probably during that time, bro, I was probably sleeping three four hours a day. Still going to school full time, still working full time, still like, whew. so that was a rough time for me. Um, and then after that, I saw it again in the same neighborhood. But I told my brother and them because I'm driving their cars and I ain't got no money to replace them. So I'm like, I'm not gonna crash their cars. So I see it and I I, I go duck off on the side street. I call nine one one. I'm like, yo, I reported my car stolen. My car stolen. I see it. I obviously do not want to get in another high speed chase. So can y'all like send it, send somebody? Walking in, PD took 40 minutes to respond, bro. And I get it. It's other crime going on, but 40 minutes off a 911 call, bro. I had to call them back. They're like, oh, we don't know where they're at, so uh, they they are on the way. Bullshit. At that, at that point, it was 25 minutes. Then it took them almost another 25 minutes to respond. So I'm like, all right, next time I see that motherfucker, I'm going to chase it. And then... I went to I went to Nina Daddy House to pick up some shoes that Naomi cleaned for me. Then I was like, "Oh, what are you doing?" I was like, mm, "Nothing." They were like, "Oh, we're about to go out for Gabby's dinner, Gabby's birthday dinner. You should come." I was like, at that time I had like my dirty ass work Crocs on, 
I had some sweatpants and a, and a hoodie on. So I ended up like changing into some shoes that didn't even match my outfit. And then we go to we go um we go to dinner and then I think me and Nina were talking about like my car being stolen. And if you know Gabby, Gabby keep that file on me. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, Oh, what's up? He's like, Where's your car? I'm like, bro, it's stolen. I'm like, he's like, What do you mean it's stolen? Now I'm like, man, my sister stole my car, blah, blah, blah. He like, he like, all right, man, if you want to go look for it, then call me. I'm like, all right. So I call Gabby. Me and Gabby get to talking at like 2 o'clock in the morning at the normal time. No, it's like 11 o'clock. It's like 11 to 12. And uh, he hit me up. We start talking, and then he like, all right. I'm like, I'm like, I'll come to your house, and then you just drive me up there because obviously they had already seen my brother car a whole bunch of times. So uh, we go up there, and then we come, we come around this corner. Through the back of the, the back of the project, the back of the like apartment complex, and we come out. Gabby like, "There go your car right there." I'm like, "Nigga, where?" He like, "That's your shit right there." So then he pull up. He pull up. He got his his girl was with him, and uh, he pull up, and uh, I immediately hop in that motherfucker. I immediately throw that bitch in the gear and I pull off. And uh, yeah, after that, I think, I think two days later, she showed up with a half a set of my keys. Cause I still don't have my remote starter or the original set, so, um, so then I had to take the car. When I got the car back, it's like almost one o'clock in the morning. So when I got the car back, um, I called both of my brothers because at this point my placer expired, the blanket's fucked up. It sounds like it's dragging something. She just really fucked up my brakes and my rotors. I put an extra three thousand miles on my car. Where the hell she was going, I have no clue. So I called them because at first I called Lubo, and of course this nigga, I'm on the way. <laughs> So then I go park it at the police station because I'm like, I don't want to get caught driving this and it's still reported stolen. I get pulled over, they pull guns on me because if she if she would have got caught in that car and anybody she got caught in that car would have caught a felony. So I was like, I'm not trying to get caught driving this car. So I park it at the police station and then I'm like, come get me. <laughs> Little took almost like 40 minutes to pick me up. Uh, and then in that time I had called my other brother and I'm like, yo, I'm just waiting for him to come pick me up. I'm like walking around downtown by the police station. It's hella sketchy at like 2, 3 in the morning. Super sketchy. And uh, eventually he come get me, and I drive my car to his house. We take the battery out because I don't have a key, and they still have a key. So then, so then, uh, I think the next day he put the battery in it so I could take it to work. I was supposed to clean it. He was supposed to detail it, but he didn't have his vacuum because it was fucking uh, blunt guts all over my car. My car was sticky. It smelled like a. It was a a pound of weed in that motherfucker. I drove around with the windows down in the middle of November for that shit. No, in October. So then I get my car back, and then I go buy one of those stupid-ass steering, steering wheel locks that my auntie used to have. So uh, I go get one of them, and then I drive it to work. Tell me why. Her friends come up there. Her friends still got my keys. This before I can get I, – I think I called them on a Wednesday. I couldn't get my lock changed till, till a, a Friday or something like that. So I had to wait. So that's why I bought the steering wheel lock, so in case they get in it, which they had the key fob and the keys. So in case they get in it. They can't, uh, they can't take it. Tell me why my boss is walking outside, and she's like, and we, we, we end up rolling the security camera back and seeing it, and that shit is clear as hell. I was like, whoa. So she ended up walking outside, and she see, like, my car lights on. So she come back in, she's like, yo, Brittany, why your car lights on? I'm like, what the fuck? She's she like, yeah, somebody's in your car right now, bro. So, of course, I go running outside, and they gone. Whole time, they had let this boy come in in order to make sure I was there. And, um... They end up leaving him. He drove there. They end up leaving him. I don't know where the hell he went to, but they end up leaving him. His dumb ass on camera too, barefaced. 
motherfucking stupid. And uh, so that was the first time. And then it's like, it's like nine o'clock at night, and I, I'm like, I'm like mopping, and I see this car pull up. Cause the way I park is like I park behind my boss, and it's just, it's like one random parking spot next to it, but it's kind of like in the bushes, you know, when parking lot's got those random bushes and shit. So I saw the car pull up, and I saw him sitting there and shit. So I just thought they was like waiting a minute to come in, but I'm still watching them whole time. And then, and then we rode the security footage back later, and Shorty like she got let out the car, and her friend came through. I think it's her sister. She came through drive through. She was asking all these questions and shit. But my boss was taking that order. I was not. She was asking all these questions and shit as a like as a uh, as a distraction for Shorty to go in my car. So I see my light come on, bro. I start running outside. It's like, and it just so happened to be this tow truck pulling up, and they stopped me in the middle of the parking lot to ask me a question or some shit. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like running towards my car, like, yo, what the fuck is good? Fuck you, come fight me, type shit. Like I was hot, bro. Like you motherfuckers had the nerve to come to my job twice, bro. I was hot. So then, um. So then they run away slow as hell. I should have chased their ass. I thought it was Beyonce though, but it wasn't. But I should have chased her ass then if I if it wasn't my sister. Um she I guess they was looking for something in the car. I, I'm gonna assume they was looking for that weed that I was smelling, you feel me? Because so yeah. So then I chased them off and then I get cause uh when I got in my car after my boss told me the first time, I was like, I was like, what the fuck is this all on my seat? Like, did they break like a window or like a, a light or something? Cause it looked like it looked like glass. No. These stupid motherfuckers had filed down the lock in my steering wheel lock in an attempt to steal my car again. Like, who the fuck are you people, bro? Like, I, I, I still won't smoke to this day. Like, y'all y'all got me fucked up. Y'all think y'all can take from me? I'm one of them people, bro. If you think you're going to ride for me, dog, you're going to have to kill me, man. Because I ain't going to let you take nothing from me, man. So, so when I go, at the end of the night, when we close and I go, I go get my car, I had already called the police to, uh, to report this. And, um... I ended up waiting like an extra like 30 minutes for the police. The cops that showed up were super cool. It was like, your sister. I was like, yeah, man. And uh, he ended up taking like all the details about my car. I told him to search my car. He, he kept asking me, he's like, Am I gonna, I'm not going to find anything in here. I said, shit, if you do, it ain't mine. Like, bro, I'm a criminal justice student, Doug. I, I ain't got, I'm, why would I have weed in my car that's mine to t- and ask you to search the car for me? That don't even make no sense. He was like, he was like the best thing, I, he, end, he didn't end up finding anything. He's like, the best thing I can tell you, is uh, to go over across the street to that speedway and vacuum your car because if you get stopped, uh, it's going to be really bad for you because my plates are expired at this point because my car was stolen, so I didn't get to renew them. Um, I had a blinker light that was out, and it was something else that was wrong with it. So um, long story short, I got a letter probably like a week ago that told me that they didn't have enough evidence to, um, to move forward with charges. Like, obviously, I don't want my sister to get it locked up. But I thought that was hella wild, that, like, nothing, dog. Not not the text saying that she took my car and not the damage to my car and not her giving me, like, me stealing my car back, not, like, the – the she got stopped after – oh, she got stopped by Winter Harper Police after my car was reported stolen. She has no license, and they still let her – they still let her take the truck. That don't even make no sense, bro. And then her being on dash cam with Waukegan PD. And I ain't talking about it was just that one cop chasing her, you know what I'm saying? Like, she did the dash on their ass. And got away. So I was like, none of that, bro. <laughs> like, nothing counted. All right, heard. Um, obviously, I don't want my sister look locked up. You know what I'm saying? God forbid any wild shit like that. Whatever. Um, but, yeah, that was that was, that was was the biggest thing for me. Clearly, that is very off topic from this, uh, from what I started with. But, um, yeah, man, I got my car stolen, bro. That shit was wild. 
That shit was wild. My dad kept telling me, Brittany, you don't want to be out there at this time of night look, looking for trouble, blah, blah, blah. I, I, <laughs> man, he don't even know. But I hung up the phone. I was like, man, fuck what that nigga talking about, bro. Anybody go text me. I'm going to go get my shit. Uh, I do not advise anybody else do this. Um, it was very sketchy for me to do it. Um, I do not advise this, that you try this at home. <laughs> that was just my mindset. I'm always zero to 100 really quick. Um, and clearly, I was running at 150 to be going through high-speed chases through Waukegan at 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's about it. Yeah. Um, just the state of America to go back to that is just like we need to go back to finding some kind of community, some kind of common ground, some type of understanding because this isn't the world you want to bring kids in. This isn't the, the world you want to give to your kids. And um, we just got to do better as a people, man. Um, yeah. Uh, I didn't do a let's hear for the last one, so my point, my, my hot take on let's hear for this one is um. Man, there was so much good music this year, man. God damn. I don't remember what, what, what music came out when the last time we talked, but that Justin Bieber Changes album was really fire. Kiana Lede's album was really fire. Kehlani, Tiana Taylor. I'm trying to get into Brent Fias. Um, man, I'm trying to get who Naomi just told me to listen to the album the other day. That Ariana Grande album was kind of hard for me to get into, to be honest. Luke K, uh, Luke Combs' album was really fire for me. Um, who else? Who else? Of course, Rod Wave album was really hard to me. Um, man, who else? I think that's all I'm listening to because Tidal gave me my my most played songs in a recap. Um, so I'm trying to think of who else I've been listening to. Uh, of course, um, that motherfucking Meg Thee Stallion was hard, hard. Man, rest in peace, little dirt. Uh, not little dirt. Uh, rest in peace, King Von, man. That was the only Chicago rapper I liked, man. I felt like he was hard as hell. I feel like G Herbo and motherfucking Lil Dirt, they be off beat sometimes. G Herbo, definitely. That nigga, fuck, I can rap better than that. Um, man, that, that, that King Von shit was sad as hell, bro. Like, damn. It ain't Nipsey level sad, but that shit is sad as fuck. Um, let's go through my places right now. I listen to a lot of uh, Mulatto, NLE Chopper, City Girls, Ro- man, Roddy Rich is out here getting motherfucking robbed, man. Motherfucking robbed. Ain't nobody getting robbed like Lil Baby, though. Lil Baby, they, they, they just shitting on him. Lil Baby definitely had one of the best albums of the year, bro. Some of the best singles of the year, some of the best moments of the year. He definitely getting cheated. Um, yeah, I still want to do a live show. I'm gonna I'm get with Nick, and uh, I really want to put out a project, man, because I feel like I have a lot to talk about. Um, even if it's not like a whole like package of a uh, of songs, you know what I'm saying? If I can put out like a song or two, then I'll be straight with that. Cause uh. <laughs> When I, when all this was going down, when my car being stolen, all, I kept all my friends uh, up to date with using uh, voice notes. <laughs> and I found a voice note from when uh, <laughs> when I was writing a song for somebody, and uh, it is terrible, bro. 
Oh, man, I sound so offbeat because I think I was using GarageBand, but it was fucking terrible. Um, yeah, if I can learn how to rap on beat, it is it is over. Peed. Dude, with the neck thing, peed. It's over for y'all. Um, but, yeah, um, the next episode, it'll definitely be, I'll definitely get Nina back in studio. I'll get my sister back in studio. I'll get my brother back in studio. We're we back full time now, man. I hope y'all enjoyed this story time that I'm still going to tell on my TikTok. If you want my TikTok name, just uh, hit me up on my Facebook page at Talk That Talk Podcast. And um, I, I'm, I plan on keeping y'all highly entertained because I have a lot of story times. As y'all going to hear with Chris, I be 50-50 I be years, I be going through some things slash people around me be going through some things. But I got the stories for y'all ass, man. Um yeah, welcome to Talk That Talk, man. I appreciate y'all listening again. Stream it wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember to tell a friend to tell a friend, but don't listen to my mama. Don't tell my mama. Yep. <laughs>